This is MindSpeak. Everything you thought you knew about health is about to be turned on its head. I'm Holly Higgins, a nutritional therapy practitioner, and I'm here to show you how your mind can heal your body, your body can heal your mind, and no matter what you've been told, you are in the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. Hey there. I'm not going to beat around the bush. (laughs) We are living in some weird, weird, unsettling times. This week is a very different week than last week was. And here we are. And I'm assuming you've been dealing with all the thoughts, all the feelings, all the emotions, and there's a giant blinking sign over your head right now that says WTF. Can you hear my stomach growling? My stomach is growling. (laughs) I'm not going to edit that out. Anyway, I have been going back and forth about whether to even record a podcast this week. I am recording this at the very last minute. Uh, before Tuesday because I have just felt really stuck in all of this. Um, I'm I'm working through my own emotions. My brain told me that I did not have anything to add to the conversation that hadn't already been said because there's some wonderful people out there giving really sage advice and words of wisdom. And there's also a part of me that's sick of talking about this and doesn't want to talk about this. And oh, by the way, I'm talking about the coronavirus, if you haven't picked up on that yet. (laughs) And everything that's happening throughout the world. And uh, I was like, you know, maybe I'll just skip a week. Maybe the podcast will just go on hiatus until all of this blows over. Because it's just, this is hard. and, And I you know, I'm normally a person who has things to say. And I know I'm a person that people look to for guidance and um, upliftment. Is that a word? (laughs) Perspective, Um, all of those sorts of things. And I've just felt really stuck because I felt like I am the person that people often come to for guidance. And I haven't I haven't known what to say because this is a really unprecedented event, but I got my breathing on, (laughs) I got my centering on, and I realized, you know what, I actually do have things to say about this, and I think it's my responsibility being in the space that I'm in, talking about holistic mental wellness, talking about our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, talking about all those things. If I don't say anything about this, I'm kind of a jerk. <laughs> like That's kind of a bad move. On the one hand, I'm really sick of hearing about this and talking about this. On the other hand, I've noticed there's some people who online, um, you know, that I follow, that I admire, whatever, who are very deliberately not talking about this. And like not even saying, hey, guys, I'm choosing not to talk about this. They're just not talking about it. And like that's equally as creepy. So no matter what we do, things are creepy. Things are weird. Things are unsettling. Things suck right now. And I've decided, you know what? I've, I have something to, things to say. I'm going to talk about it. 
I didn't want to ghost on my listeners this week. I'm not ghosting on you. I'm here for you. We're in this together. And so I want to share a few things that are really top of mind for me and how I'm personally dealing with all these chaos, with all this chaos and how I'm personally finding peace in hopes that maybe it'll be helpful to you. You know, you might be coronavirus the F out. You might just want to turn off this episode. You might not want to listen to this episode. Whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, that's okay. But if you want to listen to my voice, if you want to hear my perspective, I'm here to offer that to you because it's the least that I can do right now. And I'm trying to figure out what can I do right now. And the very first thing I want to share with you is a mantra that I have been practicing on repeat. This is going through my head all day, every day. I am just affirming the ish out of this. (laughs) And that mantra is, I am safe in the present moment. I am safe in the present moment. I am fine in the present moment. Everything is okay in the present moment. Because here's the deal. Right now, I'm sitting here in my closet recording this podcast for you. I'm totally safe. I just ate dinner. I'm having some tea. I'm warm. The lights are on. Like, everything's totally fine in this present moment right now. Wherever you are right now, quarantined up or driving to the grocery store or whatever you're doing, My guess is that if you're listening to this right now, you are also safe in the present moment. And if you can just stay here in the present moment, moment by moment, as these micro moments unfold, you're safe. The world does not feel safe right now at all. It feels very, very scary. But that's what I have been holding on to. In all of the moments earlier today when I affirmed that to myself, I am safe in the present moment. Everything's actually fine right now. That was true too. And I'm just going to keep affirming that to myself as we get through however long this is going to take. I'm safe. I'm fine. The only thing hurting me right now are my thoughts The only things hurting me right now are my thoughts and my fear, or what I sometimes call arguing with reality. And I think I picked that up from Byron Katie. The things that have been most painful to me ever since all of this has unfolded is me arguing with reality. Um, I had a trip booked first week of April for my birthday, and I just have really needed a vacation um, lately and had my husband and I had a trip booked to Florida and we decided to cancel it today. And I was pissed about it. And I had all these thoughts, you know, I've been planning this vacation. I wanted that vacation more than anything. It's not fair that we don't get to go on the vacation. When is this ever going to be over? How is this going to impact my business? You know, all of the fear spiraling thoughts that are arguing with reality. And those thoughts will take me down a really bad path. And I just have to keep bringing them back to like, hey, you know, I'm glad I'm not stuck in Florida. I don't live in Florida. I don't want to be stuck there if I don't live there. Um, 
you know, I'm glad I'm getting a full refund on all my travel. I'm glad I'm safe. I'm glad I'm healthy. I'm glad my family is safe and healthy. And what is going to happen is going to happen. And as long as I just stay anchored here in the present moment, and I stop arguing with reality, and I stop saying this should be this way, this should be that way, this isn't fair. Why me? Why us? Why this country? Why? Why, 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 why? Um, and I'm not saying it doesn't suck. It totally sucks. But the arguing with reality is what causes the pain. And if I can come back to the present moment, recognize that I'm safe, breathe through it, choose to focus my attention on something worth my time, um, you know, ask for a vacation. I wanted a vacation. I wanted some time off. Looks like I'm going to get it. It's just going to look a little different than what I thought it was going to look like. That's okay. Peace comes with acceptance. Pain comes with resistance. And the more that I resist what is, the more that we resist what is, the more pain we're going to feel. The more that we can accept what is, the better off it's going to be. You knew I was going to incorporate poop into this somehow, right? (laughs) It might be really easy for me to accept reality right now because we have a bidet. (laughs) My husband and I um, got a bidet last year, you know, because. And we don't have to worry about the toilet paper situation. So my reality might be easier to accept than your reality. I I understand that I have bidet privilege. <laughs> you got to infuse humor into this. Um, we can't get by without humor. I can't get by without humor. Humor is the best medicine. So now you have, now you know I have a bidet. That's not weird at all. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, aside from being safe in the present moment and accepting reality instead of arguing with reality is what you need to know as a highly sensitive person, as an empath. I am assuming, and I know a lot of my listeners personally, um, and I'm assuming a large majority of you who listen to this podcast identify as a highly sensitive person, an empathic person, an intuitive person, a person who feels deeply, a person who is sensitive to energy, a person who can walk into a room, read the energy of the room, read the vibe of the room, other people's feelings, um, have a tendency to rub off on you. You tend to embody and hold feelings for other people. And I'll talk more about being a highly sensitive person, being an empath on future episodes, but I most definitely am one. And what that means for you, if um, if you aren't aware, if you haven't done a lot of uh, rabbit holing in this area, but you know that you're a deep feeler, is that when things like this are going on, when there's a lot of energy in the collective, when the mass consciousness is calibrated to a cer- certain frequency and you turn on the news and it's just like a fire hose and a funnel of negativity and panic and all the things, as a highly sensitive person, you are going to pick up on that. You are going to, you're going to feel that. I have been feeling it. And it's really important to differentiate and to recognize and to know what is your panic and fear 
And what is the panic and fear of the collective of other people? Because I personally have been working very, very hard to manage my mind and manage my thoughts and manage my energy. But being the highly sensitive person that I am, even with all my tools and practices and energetic woo-woo, la-la-la, all the things, I still pick up on the mass consciousness. I still intuit this energy. I still feel these things. And so there have been times over the past several days where I have just broken down in tears. And I can recognize I'm feeling a lot and it's not necessary, not necessarily mine. And I don't need to rationalize it and I don't need to explain it and I don't need to justify it. And I can just feel it and I can just let it move through. And I can know that, yes, maybe some of that is mine, but also I'm feeling a lot from the collective. And you're probably feeling a lot from the collective, too. Even if you did all the mindset work in the world, even if you meditated for three hours straight, you might still feel a lot of panic in your body right now. And that's just because that's the radio station that we're tuned into right now as a collective. And so even just recognizing, hey, this emotion isn't necessarily mine. Hey, I'm holding things for the collective. That can be really freeing because then we, then we don't feel like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I mindset my way out of this? Why can't I positive think my way out of this? You know, I I felt like I was clean about this. I felt like I was clear about this. Hmm. Maybe you are, and maybe you're feeling the weight of the world now, and that's okay. Final thing I want to offer you that I have been practicing is to really focus on controlling your inputs, control what you consume, social media, media, (laughs) what you put into your mouth, all of the things you have control over what goes into your mind, what goes into your body, control what you can control, and often you know, as part of wanting to be in control, we, we want to check the news, we want to refresh our feed, our, our mind tells us danger, 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 I need to be looking for the danger, I need to be on top of the latest thing. And yes, we, we absolutely need to be informed, we absolutely need to be prepared, we need to be informed, but we can do that without panicking. And we can also inform ourselves at a rate that doesn't overwhelm us. It doesn't do our nervous systems any good to sit there and constantly refresh the news, which is designed to be clickbaity. It's designed to be headliney, not to mention, you know, we have, um, this is an election year, we have all this political stuff going on too. And so it's very scary. It's very polarizing. It's very devising and uh, divisive. And um, it's, it's not a great thing for someone who's trying to remain calm. So any boundaries you can place around how often you look at the news, how much you look at the news, how often you get on social media, it's a tough situation because a lot of us are staying home right now. (laughs) I stay home all the time. My husband and I were joking like, wait, this really isn't that different from what we usually do. Like we usually only leave the house to go grocery shopping and hiking anyway. So not much has changed. And and we said that jokingly, but actually a lot has changed. And I know for a lot of you listening, your day to day reality 
might be changing a lot. You might be isolated and social media feels like that place where you can go to not feel so isolated. And it's that fine line between using social media to connect, but also realizing when social media is overwhelming you. And this is true in just normal, regular pre-coronavirus life, but it's it's so true right now because ugh, 19 out of 20 posts I see are about this. Like we are being flooded with this. This is like the only thing that seems to be going on right now. It's front and center. And, um, you know, I've popped on Instagram here and there, posted a couple things, but for the most part, I have chosen to stay off because that feed just feels like an absolute fire hose of anxiety to me right now. And so it's just something to be mindful of. How much time are you spending on social media? Do you feel like you're truly connecting while you're there? Because connection is something that we need um, desperately. Do you feel like you're really connecting or do you feel like you're just connecting with anxiety? And if you feel like you're just connecting with anxiety, you know, something I've asked myself is, okay, if I want to connect, what is a more genuine way that I can connect? You know, I can call, I can FaceTime. Um, you know, I can, I can reach out to people in more genuine, deep ways that actually foster that true connection, that true belonging, that true friendship that I'm seeking versus the quick heart, the quick like, the anxious scrolling, the mindless numbing. Um, that has really been just adding fire to my my own anxiety. And so I've been placing a lot of boundaries around social media, though I very much realize that's a double-edged sword because we're feeling so alone right now. We do want to connect. Just have that little internal check-in with yourself and ask yourself what is true connection, what is just anxious scrolling, and put boundaries on it. Monitor your inputs, stay informed, but not overwhelmed. And a good rule of thumb is, you know, if you're going to spend an hour watching the news, if you're going to spend an hour consuming content that makes you feel super jittery inside, balance that out. Spend an hour listening to something uplifting. Spend an hour finally reading that book that you've been meaning to read for forever. Spend an hour honing your time, working on a craft, you know, working on something that you've been meaning to get to. I deep cleaned my bathrooms this weekend, not because um, like of a fear of germs or anything like that, but just because my bathroom, my bathrooms were really grody. I hadn't had time to clean them. Now I had time to clean them. So for every thing that you're watching and monitoring that can send your nervous system into fear, make sure you're spending equal amounts of time doing something really, really good for yourself. That that's it for my tips for this week. And just on the note of humor, because we have to we have to find laughter. Is anybody else I just have to ask, is anybody else really annoyed by the amount of emails coming from the most bizarre places? like updating you about the, this is our coronavirus policy. I understand like Airbnb emailed me, my airline emailed me, 
My apartment building emailed me like, here's our COVID-19 policy. I understand that. But I ordered like some kind of rare wild meat (laughs) from this company like seven years ago for my cats because I was trying to feed my cats a raw food diet. It's this whole long story. But I, I literally haven't heard from this company in like seven years. And they they emailed me, just wanted to update you on our COVID-19 policy. <laughs> it's like, does everybody and their mom need to update me on their policy if it is not immediately applicable to my life? My husband got an email from this company that he sold an old computer to. Here's our updated COVID-19 policy. It's like really? Does Holly Higgins need a COVID-19 policy? I'm going to email all of you guys my COVID-19 policy. (laughs) It's just a little much. Had to have a laugh about that. Anyway, I am sending you all of my support, all of my love. If there's anything I can do for you, any way that I can help, any tips or insight or perspective you would love from me, um, come find me. Tag me on Instagram at Holly Fisher Higgins. You can send me an email, holly at hollyfisherhiggins.com. I'm here for you all. I'm trying to wrap my brain around what I can do to be of most service right now because that's all we can do right now. But just remember, you are safe here in the present moment. And until next week, go believe in you. I do. I do.